1: Here's our Ask the Politics Guys question for this week, Jay. All right, fire away. This week, it's from Perry in Canberra, Australia. Perry wow. Yeah, okay. well, another one of our international listeners. Uh, we actually have a lot of folks from Australia listening to the show. I've always wanted to visit, just never gotten down there. Uh, it's kind of a long plane ride. Anyway, Perry wants to know how compulsory voting, like they have in Australia, would affect American politics and whether we think – Voting is a civic responsibility along the lines of something like jury duty hmm so that's two parts right um how first off, how it would affect American politics and then we can kind of interweave in I guess or maybe tackle separately separately uh, whether we think it's a civic responsibility so uh what's your thoughts what are your thoughts on compulsory voting Jay?
0: Well, I, I guess there's there's two questions there. The one is is uh, what what would I think, or what would Americans think of compulsory voting? And secondly, what what effect would it have? And I'll take the fir- the second question first. I I really have no idea how that would how that would look. Um, you know, I, I think you are you're, you're more the numbers guy, and sure, and the uh, you know the conventional wisdom is often that higher turnout will favor democrats uh like we talked on the sunday show the disenfranchised once they are uh re-enfranchised uh you know tend to tend to vote democrat uh but there's also a lot of numbers that show you have high turnout elections where republican there were republican landslides um 94 being a good example um yeah yeah. uh, i think you know 2000 was a high turnout election all the way around and and we we had a you know virtual tie but uh um so yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not sure how it how it would affect. And, and does the the idea that you are being compelled to vote uh, change how you vote? I think right. that's another sort of interesting question. Almost to me, it's sort of if I'm <laughs> does, does compulsory voting uh, uh, bring out more Republicans, more folks who really have want nothing to do with the government. Um,
1: sure well I, I looking at the numbers uh, what what we know from a lot of research on voting is that the people who tend to vote the most are old white people right and old white people tend to vote republican these days you know and so if we take a look at the uh, at turnout rates by race and at ethnicity uh hispanics have the lowest Uh, turnout rate than non-Hispanic blacks. And those are both strong, uh, strong Democratic constituencies. Just like if we take a look at, uh, say, age. Uh, Again, older, younger people tend to vote the least. They tend to vote when they do vote, tend to be a little better for Democrats than for Republicans. If we take a look at education, um, uh, you now that that's kind of weird because people with postgraduate degrees, there aren't that many of them, you know, comparatively mm-hmm. speaking, they tend to be sometimes a little more democratic. But when you take a look at, you know, people with less than high school education, they have the lowest turnout rates and they tend to be a lot more democratic. So what all that adds up to is if everyone were basically forced to vote, we would probably have uh, uh, it would certainly be, I would say, a, a benefit for democrats you know and uh it could be it would be a big deal because right now if you take a look at u.s voter turnout in 2014 which was our last you know national elections turnout rate was 36.7 percent now that ranged from a high of 58.7 percent in the Maine to a low of 28.7 percent in indiana now some folks might say well that's a midterm What's election." indiana i don't know that's pretty bad wasn't it i don't know what was going yeah. on that year but So, yeah, rates are a lot higher in presidential elections, which makes sense, right, because that attracts a lot more publicity. In 2012, our last presidential election, the voter turnout rate was an average of 58.6 percent with a high of 76.4 percent in Minnesota and a low of 44.5 percent in Hawaii. Now, compare that. To some place like Australia, their last national federal or their last federal elections were in 2013. Their turnout rate was ninety three point eight eight percent.
0: Well, it's because it's compulsory. Well, yeah.
1: And now, what does that mean? So what does that mean if you don't vote? Well, there's a fine involved. For a first offender, it's $20, which is equivalent to around $15 and change in U.S. dollars. If you're a repeat offender, the fine is the equivalent of around $38 U.S. So it's not like we're talking about huge fines, essentially. And compliance is pretty strong, obviously. And I think, well... I think there are some pretty good arguments for mandatory voting. Uh, For one thing, mandatory voting would make elections a lot more representative of the will of the people, you know, because you get a lot more representative group when you have 90-something percent. Secondly, I think mandatory voting could potentially make politics less polarized because right now extremists are overrepresented in elections because there are a lot more of the people who come out to vote. And third, I think it's possible that mandatory voting would, at least to a certain extent, extent, increase voter engagement, would increase citizen engagement. Because if people say, well, I got to vote, I guess I should maybe find out something or other about the candidates. I don't think that's going to be a big deal, but I think it might matter a little bit. So I think there are at least those three, I think, pretty good arguments for mandatory voting.
0: I'd say your third your third argument, uh, the, yeah, there might be some sort of salutator salutary uh, effect of, of people being more engaged. The the bigger problem is, I think it's unconstitutional, uh, and, and from a First Amendment so, standpoint, uh, obviously you you know the, there's plenty of case law saying that you cannot compel someone uh, to support a political position that they don't support. Uh, if if you were to essentially have the state compel someone to vote uh for a candidate x, y, or z. No, oh, I suppose the, yeah, out, good yeah, point. the, yeah. the thing think, would be look, you can always you can write in someone like that if you want to protest.
1: I believe in uh, Australia what they do is they you have the option of just basically voting present or i was here you don't have to actually vote for a candidate if you don't want to vote for anyone so yeah that's a yeah. good point that's a good point but
0: even then i think and i'm not saying how this would would necessarily come out uh at, you know if it were if it were to happen and if it were to be a quote which it's never going to happen and it would never be challenged but um you know my my sense is that uh there's a strong argument to say that uh, i have a freedom to say uh the hell with your entire system um uh, you know i guess I guess the the idea is if you have a constitutional right to burn the flag uh, as symbolic speech uh, you can 't be compelled to symbolically speak uh, by uh, by voting uh, you are essentially being forced to uh, support a regime which you may or may not agree with so um, I think that that would be the problem The, the other piece of it uh, even assuming it were you know constitutional is it it, it sort of clashes with um, to me what are a lot of f- big philosophical uh uh pieces of how we we got this uh republic started so, so yeah my, the other the other issue is um if if we assume that that voting is a civic virtue that is a good thing uh and and I'm not necessarily saying it is i mean is is uh someone who really? is, just goes in and picks picks uh, names randomly uh is that good for democracy i, I don't I don't necessarily know that it is Um, but, uh, even virtuous acts, is, is it the state's duty to, to compel, uh, someone to be, uh, good and virtuous? Well, Um, well, you know, I think that,
1: I think that gets to the second part of Perry's, uh, question saying, is it a civic responsibility? He, he specifically mentioned jury duty. I thought of other things like, for instance, registering for the draft and so forth. And, and so, I mean, I think if there are certain things that we feel are, Particularly important for citizens to do that. I, I don't see that there's a, a necessarily a problem with uh, compelling them or at least encouraging them, because honestly, it's not like you're going to go to jail for not doing this. It's a totally minor fine, you know, at least in Australia, and I, I assume other models are like that. So I, I think there's I think there's something to be said for it. Well,
0: now let's let's draw a distinction though in that uh, we need people to serve on juries we have to have them uh no, we need, need to, to have people in uh military uh now again we're able to do that all by by volunteer uh but <clears throat> we don't <clears throat> necessarily need to have a certain number of people voting uh people can the, the system is has run uh fine and as long as there aren't impediments that that prevent people who want to vote from voting
1: well i think and so, then folks- I, I
0: don't see the problem
1: I think some folks would argue that the system hasn't run fine and one of the reasons why it hasn't run fine is that so many folks who are uh, uh who have been disenfranchised who have been uh, uh not noticed not taken care of in the political system are exactly those people who don't vote. And so I think that's
0: <laughs> and now we are, we're we're going to help them out by finding them. For, well yeah, I mean and you <laughs> and you're right no. And and I, mean, you're, I guess that's the
1: well, I think the point is, is in Australia, almost nobody is nobody actually ends up being fined in just the knowledge that it is more than just something you might or might not want to do. It's considered a duty, and we back this by, you know, there, there's actually a penalty. I mean, it's a minimal thing, but I get what you're saying. It's this whole idea of should we make people do things that are in their best interest? Because I think it's unquestionable that being informed about politics, at least marginally informed – Uh, and going and voting and participating, those are good things to do. And I can get why, though, you would say, well, should we be in the business of government? Should we be in the business of forcing people to do things that are good for them? And I think Democrats and Republicans often differ in the answer to that question. I think in a lot of ways, I would say, yeah, absolutely, we should. This is where I get kind of upset with the libertarians because I like libertarians. Some of my best friends are libertarians. And I believe if everyone in society were as smart and uh, well-disciplined and and so forth as, as your average libertarian probably is, libertarianism would work as a philosophy. But most people are uninformed, are ignorant, are screwed up, are dealing with issues. And I think they need government to a certain extent, in certain areas, to kind of make them do things that are going to be in their best long-term interests, and that's probably where you and I part ways a little bit.
0: Sure, I, and um, I would say voting is one of those things that um, the idea that it's going to, you know, if you've got someone who is who is disenfranchised, whose life is on the rocks, who has fallen on hard times, and and uh, the government forces them to vote, and that's going to turn it all around. Well, sure, um, no, no, of yeah, course, I, not. I don't, that's I don't ridiculous. See, see that happening,
1: but in a macro and, scale, the last, I think you know.
0: Is. As we said, there's there's plenty of of uh, things that are, are good for you. You ought to eat your vegetables. You ought to exercise. Uh, but it, it, to to my mind, it's a matter of how much intrusion uh, do we have the government uh, intruding into our into our, our into our lives? And I think if someone doesn't want to vote, sure. then uh, they don't vote. And as, as the bumper stickers say, if if you don't vote, you can't complain.
1: And I, I should say, I mean, I th- I recognize that there are some arguments against mandatory voting, not just the freedom argument that you know you've been focusing on. But I think there are a couple other uh, more practical, I guess you could say, arguments. Uh, number one, you could argue that this devalues the votes of the truly concerned the people who bothered to. You know, take the time and and come out and vote. And I recognize that is a potentially valid concern. And secondly, you can argue, and you kind of touched on this, that you have more – you potentially would have more uninformed decision-making, that kind of garbage in, garbage out if a whole bunch of people just come in and vote without knowing what's going on. What kind of policy will you get? I would argue that. What people often do is they use heuristics, they vote party, they feel at one party or another and it represents their best interests and that would be what would happen. And in this case, a lot more people would vote democratic and I think that would be better for everyone, but at least except for that 1%, you know, the evil malefactors of great wealth, that sort of thing. But aside from that, right. I think the country would be better off certainly. But of course, well, I would say I,
0: I'm also the reminder that if you look at countries, uh, no offense, Australia, Australia. Um, that have these very high voting turnouts. Um, the old Soviet union had, had, uh, some really good, uh, voting turnout numbers, uh, as does, uh, Kim Jong-un's, uh, North Korea. They have mandatory um, voting. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, uh Saddam Hussein, uh, h- at his last election, I think, uh, uh, 98% of the, uh, people sure. voted and he got about 98% of the vote.
1: And, and they're very um, different countries. And that, yeah, and, that's that's and point.
0: that to me, the, the, the idea that, uh, the government will compel you to vote. Is is I, I get it. There's I don't know whether you're you're not necessarily a music guy, and you accuse me of being a cultural elitist. But um, uh, you know, Shostakovich, uh, the re- great uh, Russian, I'll call him Russian and not Soviet composer, uh, in his his fifth symphony, uh, it was it was there was sort of a subtext of resistance to Stalin, uh, wherein he uh, it, it sounds the the end of the fifth symphony is. <clears throat> This sort of um, major, major triad chord, which sounds it, it's on the surface is sort of exuberant. But if you're really listening, it's it's sort of hollow um, and critics and uh, have described this. And I think Shostakovich himself may have may have said this. I don't want to misattribute it to him if he didn't say it. But uh, it's almost as if there is this this constant drumbeat behind it. And it's the people chanting uh, that our business is rejoicing. Um, and that was his critique of the Stalinist, uh, very subtle critique because it had to be subtle of the Stalinist regime. And, and this strikes me as something of that: like it, it, our business is rejoicing, and we're going to go out there and hmm. and happily vote because uh, because we're being told to. And, and uh, it, again, it, it troubles me from a, a liberty perspective.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, and I should point out that you know I, I looked at the countries that actually do this, and essentially there are twelve countries. That enforce compulsory voting. There are another 17 countries that have compulsory voting but don't enforce it. So, you know, that doesn't make a big difference. But the only country that's really like us in any significant way that does it is Australia. Uh, There are a lot of there are a lot of countries in Central South America that do kind of non enforced compulsory voting. So this is not a thing that's widely done around the world. Certainly. But I think I think Australia has a lot of you know I I think there's a lot to like about Australia. For one thing, their gun policy whole other story. But we've talked about that in the past. But I don't know I I I like the idea. Well, in- I'd be
0: curious to hear how it works in Australia and how Australians think about it. If anybody wants to uh, email us uh, or, or send something to the Facebook page, um, and 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 when and when it was enacted in Australia, I think. And what what was the difference? You know how, how has it changed from, right. from pre compulsory to today no th-
1: th- those are good questions I, you know and I guess I find myself uh, tilting toward uh, liking this uh, this idea of compulsory voting but on the other hand even though I think in, in a policy sense I like it and it makes sense to me that my my and conservative side comes out and says, this would be a dramatic change in how we do things. And with every dramatic change, I just tend to expect a lot of unintended consequences. And so I am, uh, I am cautious about big changes like this. And so while I like the idea in theory, I don't know that if there were a bill, you know, uh, proposing this that I could necessarily get behind it wholeheartedly. But that's just, again, yeah. like I said, my book I'm not, is not I'm
0: not a up. big fan of, of slippery slope arguments. Oh, uh, no, so I tend to avoid them. But I think there is there is something of that here, too. Um, in that uh, once you start, um, right, you know, mandatory mandating that. Uh, people vote, uh, does that expand to, well, they they really ought to be better educated, and they really ought to uh, do this, and they really ought to do that, and and it it just becomes more and more intrusive.
1: Yeah. You know, one thing I I just wanted to point out is, you know, there's this whole, I guess, idea, uh, and you hear a lot of it, that everyone should vote. And, you know, that's the conventional wisdom. But I should point out that a lot of political scientists have made the point that not voting sometimes can be the most rational choice, Uh, especially like if you're in a race where if you're in a state where you you have no strong preferences among candidates or when your preferred choice is either going to win in a landslide or lose in a landslide, then you have to weigh that cost benefit. Do I want to take the time to do this when my vote literally will not make a difference, you know, and that's, that's anathema to say your vote will not make a difference. Every vote matters. Well, that's, the math just doesn't support that. And so you know i think you can make an argument that why should people do this you know against it kind of ties into the liberty argument you want to take away some of my time that i could be whatever you know playing with my kid drinking a beer watching a ball game maybe all three at once to go out and vote when i know that my vote is not going to affect the outcome of this election why should why should you be able to force me to do that as the state and i and, you know i sort of get that Great. So uh you're good, you're coming around. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit, I don't know. But anyway, so I think that pretty much answers Perry's question, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: All right. Well then that's it for this episode of Ask the Politics Guys. Thanks everyone for listening. And if you have any questions for future episodes or Just any thoughts, comments, or criticisms, we would love to hear from you. Our email is politicsguys at gmail.com. And our Facebook page, where Jay and I post and comment on news articles throughout the week, and where you can join in is facebook.com slash politicsguys page. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, we would really appreciate it if you could take a minute to rate the show and write a quick review. We've kind of been slowing down the reviews lately, so we'd like to get a few more of those. That would be really great if you could do that. And finally... If you like what we're doing and want us to be able to keep on doing it, a donation of even a buck or two, the price of a Fel-Pro 13-816 water pump gasket set would really help. You'll find donation links on our site, politicsguys.com. Ask the Politics Guys will be back next Wednesday. We hope you'll join us.